1: if you're a tennis fan
0: you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the bet rivers network whether you're a better or just love tennis you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar subscribe to game bet match today from your favorite podcast provider hello to everyone welcome to the latest world number six Uh, in association with bet rivers your hometown sports book this is the betting weekly extra time podcast with me steve wiss And I'm joined by RJ again for another week of let's hopefully get some profitable picks on the show. How are you faring, RJ? I'm faring pretty well,
1: Steve. Good to be back with you. Uh, Yeah, as you stated, to get a little revenge uh, from from last week. I'd say one bad beat, maybe one poor call. But uh, yeah, ready. Looking forward to get back on track. Some uh, interesting plays this weekend. And um, all three of mine happen to be in top division. So yeah, looking forward to chopping it up with you.
0: Yeah, the show is uh, plus 0. 0.45 units in profit. Um, I Two out of three winners last week. The old meatloaf came out. Uh, two out of three ain't bad, as they say, RJ. I'll Never. take that. Yep, absolutely. All day. So, um, hoping to kick on again uh, this weekend. And uh, I reckon I've got you, I've sucked you in here, RJ. You've, um, you've got a pick in in Sweden. Uh, we cannot avoid this team on the World Football Show. I think they've got a mention every single week, maybe bar one. Um, this is Hecken against Elfsborg, Swedish house Fenskin game, Saturday the 29th of July. Um, I think it's a 9 a.m. kickoff time Eastern. Yep. And um, you like the goals
1: in this game, don't you? I do. Uh, looking at over three at minus 110. Uh, hacking on the money line, plus 145. Elseborg, plus 170. Uh, you know, it's the battle between the top two teams in the Swedish top division, Al Fenskin. Normally, I avoid these matches, but I do have a feeling uh, in, in this match that Alfborg exposes Hacken, right? In my opinion. Ben Traore, top scorer in Al Fenskin, has transferred to Sheffield United about one week ago. So that is the top scorer in Al Fenskin. He had 12 goals, played for Hacken. He is gone. Uh, Hacken have had a jam-packed schedule. Uh, they participated in Champions League qualification matches. They played seven matches in July, three matches. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, four matches over the last week, and they've played every three to four days since July 12th. So simply a jam-packed schedule. Uh, could be a little bit of fatigue in in that lineup. Elfsborg on the other hand have been red hot scoring 16 in their last five away matches while hacking at home have scored 21 in their last five matches. So neither of these sides have, have had a hard time finding the back of the net, uh, you know, and neither side concede very much. So, you know, like I said, when, when you look at the standings, I, I typically do try to avoid the top two teams. It's typically a tight K G match, but this to me has the making of, of a back and forth match because of Hackens cram schedule. Elsborg sits at the top. They're going to want to say, "All right, let's let's go. I'll, we'll come to your place, Hacken, and we'll and we'll uh, we'll, we'll put some goals on the boards." Right? I think I think Hacken uh, they do need all three points. They got Malmö on their tail. Uh, they they actually have the same amount of points, but because of the goal goals for the goal differential. Uh, And Hackens played one more match. They sit above Momo in the table. But again, due to what's at stake in this match, it's still, you know, we're at round 17. So uh, I don't know the exact, but I'd say we're close to 50% uh, through the season. Maybe a little bit more uh, that there's a lot to play for, but it's not a match that I think either side will will show up in a a reserve state. So simply like the goals here over three at minus one ten.
0: It's usually a good play in uh, both, uh, well, when Hekener and Elfsborg are involved. I've got to say Elfsborg were brilliant last week. Um, demolished mm-hmm. Jürgen away from home 4-0. I was watching that game and it, at times I was thinking they're going to be the the Al-Svenskan champions this season if they keep playing like that. I actually think Elfsborg, you could do worse than backing them on the money line here at plus 180. Um So, uh, are uh, sorry, Hecken are in a bit of a tough spot in the middle of this Champions League run, like you said. Uh, Might have uh, other matches on their mind a little bit. Might be even a bit tired after travelling to the Faroe Islands. But over three goals, that is the selection. Uh, The uh, interesting uh, head-to-head here, last season, there was a four-all draw between the two teams uh, in July 2022. So, let's hope exactly this 31st of july nearly a year ago exactly so uh, similar result and you are not going to be complaining are you rj there
1: absolutely not that'd be fine steve early and off might
0: be (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna stay in our for the next pick this is we're moving to sunday now and we're going to ifk Gothenburg against kalamar and uh, this is a rare instance where i will tip an under Pick on any Bet Rivers show. My, I, have a, I have a poor history of unders whenever I, I, I do that on here. But um, I can't get away from under 2.25 goals at minus 105. And the reason for that is because Kalmar have one of the lowest expected goals um, in the league about our whole of our Svenskan and IFK Gotham are not too far behind. Uh, Kalmar's at XG is less than one goal per game, which is somewhat surprising for a side who are in the top six. Hmm. They have overachieved in this department, mostly because they do have a striker called Mileta Rajovic, who is quite decent, but he's getting very frustrated recently. He's lacking service. And I think Kalmar uh, are the sort of team who they need to change the style of their play to start creating more, bigger chances. Um, and they're going to come here to Gothenburg and IFK, we've talked about them a bit on this show. I took them to be relegators now, right, recently. Since then, they've drawn two games. Um, but they they really do lack goals themselves. Six of their 13 goals were scored in one match this season. Um, bear in mind, they've played 16 league games now. So they do desperately lack firepower um, so I think there's a really good chance of a nil nil draw here or a one nil win for either team. As a rule, I don't like taking unders, but this just stuck out like a sore thumb to me. Um, the only slight negative is there might be a suspension of the Kalmar goalkeeper Ricardo Friedrich, who got sent off last week. Um, it might get rescinded though because I think it was a clear dive against him. I'm not sure the um, whether the disciplinary panels met yet. For that but even if he is ruled out ifk just don't create that many opportunities and kalmar i think will come here kalmar are playing in midweek as well on thursday we don't know the result of that match at the time of recording so they might be a bit tired and think you know let's just sit back and defend and get a point here so um yeah under 2.25 goals which means uh, i will cash this bet will cash fully if there's zero or one goal uh, if there's two goals exactly we'll still win half and obviously, any more than two goals, it will be a, a loser. And when I'm on under, strange things happen. Goalkeepers start letting balls through their legs. Penalties get awarded. Uh, bad things happen to me, RJ. But I'm <laughs> going to stick my neck on the block here and and take a rare under. So hopefully, this is a drab game.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you, Steve. I always typically avoid unders. It's not something I, I look to uh, look to play. But this does have the makings of a low-scoring affair based on the stats, based on recent form. Uh, you know, in the last six matches, uh, each side have have kept a clean sheet in at least two of those matches. And you know, Gothenburg at, at home uh, failed to score more than more than not uh, at least forty percent in the last five matches. You know, a whopping uh, eight goals, four and four against in their last five, and and Kalmar five scored, eight against in their last five. So uh, very low tallies and uh you know i think at worst here we see maybe a 1-1 one, one or you know two goals in some form of fashion but i i like the chances of at least getting half the return here steve so it's a nice little call out
0: yeah i'm hoping this one uh, doesn't contain many goals a match that we do want plenty of goals in though is we're going to norway now on uh, sunday this is at 11 a.m eastern uh, time kickoff lillis from against ham cam the wonderfully named ham Cam. Do love that name, and um, yeah, you like the goals in this fixture.
1: I do. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, top scorer Acor Adams uh, got a red in the uh, in the last match in the ninety third minute out of all uh, out of all for all sakes. So he'll be missing in this event. Um, but uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, a little stronger, a top five home side taking on ham cam or hom cam who, all right, let's see, Steve, they've won three straight. Um, and you know, I, I think this was a side that basically a punching bag on the road. Um, and I still think they are, uh, you know, to an extent, but it's interesting to see them pull, pull together the three wins, uh, a little coming off a loss. So that's extra motivation for them to, to get back on the right track. Um, before I jump in some stats, as I mentioned Nigerian acor Adams or, or core Adams, if you will, uh is is grabbing interest uh, from from other teams. Uh, I know um I think it was a team in Europe that was looking at a team in England that was looking at him, but now he's been linked to Union Saint Gilois if I pronounce that correct, Steve, you gotta keep me honest there, but uh, of the Belgian Jupiter League are looking at this uh this fella. so uh, he's getting. He's getting hype outside of the uh, top division in Norway. He will be missed, but uh, I still like the uh, the contributing factors from other members of this little Strom side. I I normally just a quick background. I normally do not base uh, my wagers on one player alone. Right, there's eleven people on the field. These are professional players. I do think obviously you take the top scorer out of the mix. There's going to be some impact there, but you know these are all. Eager uh, players investing in their career, so you know I, I wouldn't change a wager based on one player missing from a match. But I'm looking at over three goals here at uh, at minus one twelve. Lily Strom at home are just under three goals for over the last five matches, 2.6 while Ham cam on the road over the last six matches are allowing 3.5 goals. So I do expect those to to lead the way I see that I can see them getting three goals on their own to get a return here. But uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting match. A lowest top six side. Ham cam are five points out of the relegation zone with three straight wins. So should be a, should be a good match.
0: Yeah, over three goals is the pick at, uh, I think it was at minus 107, RJ. Minus 112. Um, Minus 112. And I think, to be honest, if Akor Adams was available, this goal line would be at very least 3.25, maybe even at 3.5. He is the top scorer in the uh, lead to I think he's probably played his last match in this league. He's suspended for two games anyway. Several clubs are linked with him. My own team, Leeds United, are actually linked with him. I think he'd go really well at championship level. Interesting thing I, I will just mention about Lillestrop. I think they've only kept two clean sheets all season. They um, are surprisingly porous at the back, and you look at some of their players on this in the squad, and you think they should be doing better, really. So um, that I think Hamcam will will get on the score sheet here. They have won their last three games. They've been a bit lucky in a couple of those fixtures, but they uh, they're quite a plucky side, really. They, they'll give it a go. So yeah, both teams may well contribute, and of course, Luton do have. A very, very good striker in the form of Thomas Lennar Olsen, who is a, a physical beast, really. Um, I wouldn't fancy facing him if I was a defender. So uh, mm-hmm. there's plenty of firepower on both teams and uh, also defensive fragilities. So, um, yeah, over three goals at minus 112 for Lillestrøm against Ham-Kam. Um, I'm going to stay in the elitis area now to the later kickoff that day. This is 115 Eastern time. Um, Buda Glimt against Tromso. And the pick that I've got for this one is over 3.25 goals at minus 105. First against third in the table. A big rivalry uh, here between the the two most northerly sides in the league. Uh, both clubs are located inside the Arctic Circle. Uh, Tromso are the most northerly professional fo- uh, soccer club in the world. An interesting bit of... Uh, Information there for, for the listeners and the viewers as well. We are now back on YouTube, of course, here on the app because we win channel. Do hit that like button and give us a cheeky subscribe as well if you are watching on the YouTube, um, if you're enjoying it. But, um yeah, there should be goals here. These two sides, just whenever they meet, there's so many goals. Um, the last three meetings actually ended 3-2 to someone. Um Both teams have scored in the last five. It just, despite Tromso and Bruder having the best defenses in the league statistically, I think we can forget that here because they're just going to be going punch for punch, mano and mano. Um, Tromso will be desperate to beat them. Um, I, I don't really think a draw is good enough for them. And um, yeah, the goal line I thought was was fair enough at 3.25. So I was happy to take the over here. Glimt are in European action um, actually at the time of recording. They're playing on the pitch right now against Bohemians, but it shouldn't bother them too much here. They are at home. So, um, and still three days recovery shouldn't make too much of a difference. I think the only real danger scoreline is one all, uh, one all draw, really. Or I suppose you could say, because we're on this goal line at 3.25, uh, you know, two, 2 1. But we'd only lose half there. So I can live with that. Hmm. Just a couple, two or three massive prices for those who do like to play, play big prices. These are not official bets. But I did mention the last three meetings have ended 3-2 to someone. 19-1 to one on Buda winning exactly 3-2. 45-1 on Tromso to win by that scoreline. And if you fancied a three-all draw, it's 55-1 to one at Bet Rivers. So, you know, for those who do like, I think Nigel calls it pizza money, um, <laughs> whatever, uh, you know, fling a couple of cents. At those correct scores if you if you like a bit of that. But I think overall this is gonna be a very offensive game. Should be plenty of goals at both ends over 3.25 goals at minus 105.
1: Yeah, it's in, it's interesting, Steve. The the last three. Um I'm, I'm looking at that now. That's uh last three have ended three to two. Um, you know, it's uh I mean luck of the draw, or they're just uh that they, they like that total. Uh somebody had some money on that for the five goals, but uh yeah, that should be interesting, uh, Bodo. You know, strong performance uh, against uh Ford on the road uh, last weekend or earlier this week, five-two. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, incredible form. This this has the makings of fireworks. I I agree with you, Steve.
0: And let's hope for some more fireworks in the next pick as well. Uh, moving over to Iceland, where you've had some decent success, haven't you, RJ? This season, uh, we've got Vikingur Reykjavik, the league leaders against IBV. Um, I think we'll call them Ves- yeah. Ves- Ves- Vesmaneghia is their full name. So um, take us through this, this pick, what you've got.
1: Yeah, so looking at Vikinger Reykjavik versus IBV, uh, Vikinger Reykjavik are the top team in the Iceland top division. Besta, Dild Karla is the name of, of the top division in Iceland. So the deal is Vikinger have already qualified for the championship group, which includes the top six teams in the division. There's 12 teams, the bottom six are what's called the relegation group. And they'll finish uh, the end of the season score difference is a tiebreaker. And then they typically have uh, like a little bit of a playoff between the groups, similar to what some of the other European or Scandinavian leagues do. Uh, IBV, however, is still fighting to get into that top group uh, with all the play for. They're currently four points out of that group, so very uh, very close to getting in there. Um, but because of that, I think it could create an open match here, right? Vikinger uh, should get at least or net three themselves, in my opinion. I think IBV will get on the board. Uh, Vikinger over this past week played uh, Riga, um, which is a Latvian team in the Europa Conference League, they've been eliminated from the Europa Conference League, so all eyes ahead on, on securing the top spot in the title in, in their domestic league. And I think what we're looking at here, uh, Viking, Viking, or so Iceland, as we talked about a little bit before the show, like the Icelandic League, some leagues have uh have been odd i think you i think i find that in all summer leagues i i simply think that a lot of it's got to do with rivalries and like you know you look at valor versus brita blick like two top sides typically when they play each other it's either it's either you know goals galore or nil nil type match i mean there's kind of no in between um but i think here what what we're going to see is just a, a side who's been completely dominant at home take on a, a weaker side who have the ambitions to get in that top championship group. And just because Vikinger have qualified for the championship group doesn't mean they're just going to lay an egg and sit there. Like they're going to keep that that momentum going. There is no more conference league for them to focus on. So this is it, right? So they're going to bring they're going to bring everything they have here. Uh, this match is on Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Vikinger at home have scored at least two goals in their last five home matches. And, you know, they haven't been too uh, too leaky in the back. Uh, how, however, IBV have, have scored in all but two out of their last eight away matches, um, you know, putting up goals against Valor and, and Breed Blake alike. So sides that are typically stingy as well. But, uh, you know, this, this is a good-looking match. Um, over three at minus 128. You know, I probably wouldn't take this at over 3.25. I I, I still think, you know, we, we'd have a good chance to get at least a return here. But I'd, I'd rather just play this one safe at, at over 3 at minus 128.
0: Yeah, it's right. What you were saying about the, the Icelandic League recently, I think there was a whole round where every single match went under two and a half goals, which is mm-hmm. highly, highly unusual for, for Iceland. Uh, and quite a few both teams, no matches as well. Both teams scoring no. And um, I think I actually think it's because people overestimate this league for goals. And there was a massive year. I think it was last season. Seventy-three percent of matches went over, or something ridiculous. Um, mm. And the norm, the norm is not as high as that. So it, um, I think that's what people got caught out with, thinking that just backing every match blind over. You've got to pick your right spots, haven't you? In any league, RJ, pick the right spots rather than this blanket backing of, of overs all the same sort of bet
1: you, you do Steve you I, you know that's the way I approach it uh, you know I see people or you hear people say well breathable typically, historically over the last three seasons that they're a goal scoring machine right uh, ki klaxvik and Faroe Islands are typically a goal scoring machine but it doesn't translate from year to year right personnel changes and you know you can't just blind bet a team typically there's there's very few teams where you could look at and say all right this team every time like packs and and hungary is a team that i typically target for goals every year viking in norway because they they are pretty consistent but there's very few of that and i think you also have to look at look at globally what's happened to the weather right i mean record highs in, in, in Italy and Spain and even in the United States, the, the <laughs> not to get in geography, geography here, but in Miami, the ocean water it hit a hundred degrees Fahrenheit, right? It's like taking a bath. So you look at this weather around the globe, it, it is affecting some matches, right? Humans, you know, aren't really susceptible to you know, taking 90 minutes of that heat. Um, so there's a lot of cooling breaks, which could have some impact I think on the gold totals. But um, there's just a lot of weird stuff going on. And nonetheless, I think just recently in Iceland, again, it's there it could be just a week where the matchups are two teams that play a similar style or are tight defensively and goals weren't gelling. But you look now this week, goals are starting to flow in Iceland a little bit. So um, again, just got to pick the spots.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's interesting you mentioned about this weather um, and the really hot conditions can sometimes lead to a lot of goals, Mm. or it can lead to nil-nils. And it's really hard to predict which way it's going to go because players, you know, if the defence is tired, they're going to be lax and concede. But if the offence is tired, then they're going to struggle. So Mm. that's where I have an issue with the the hot weather games. A lot of breaks come in. You've got VAR as well now. You end up with even the first half going to have six or seven minutes of added on time. So... That's also yeah. something to factor in if you are betting live in running, uh, first and second half. The minutes added on is 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 getting uh ridiculous as well. But anyway, that match was this is Iceland. Do not get mixed up with the Vikinger Gota in the Faroe Islands. This is the Icelandic League bet, uh, Vikinger Reykjavik against uh, Vestamania, uh, IBV, uh, as we're going to call them. So that was over three goals there for you, uh actually last pick of the show I'm going to finish with a selection in Sweden now this is going to be something that you're going to regularly hear and watch over the next few months uh, On the, most of the shows that I'm going to be on I'm going to have what's called a dog of the week Steve's dog if you want to call it that I was trying <laughs> to think of a, a more spicy name like uh, so. I was actually googling what dogs begin with an SRJ today but there's nothing really that snaps out so at the moment it's Steve's dog of the week <laughs> and um this is going to be uh, this. Is actually, an official play on this show. Uh, the dog in future will not always necessarily be an official play, but I'm going to Sweden and I'm looking at the Hammerby against Norshipping game. And straight on the nose here on the money line for Norshipping at plus three hundred. That is my dog of the week. Um, the reasoning is this: Hammerby, for me, a very very inconsistent side from Stockholm. You don't know which version of them are going to show up each week. They can be good, they can be bad, they can be ugly. And those sort of sides, whilst can be difficult to bet on, predicting, there is always potential with them, um, either backing them or betting against them, because anything's possible. And um, I think Shipping are prime for uh, taking three points here. Uh, They've got a full week of rest. Hammerby are playing... Tonight in the Europa Conference League, at the time of recording, we don't know the result um, against FC Twente in in Holland. I think that's going to be a tough game for them. Even if they get a good result, they're going to be run run ragged. It's going to be a high-energy, octane game. We know what Dutch teams are like, so they're going to be tired. Um, There's a lot of pressure on them. They're not doing that well this season. Only ninth place, which is poor for them. The manager's under a little bit of, not fire, but criticism for some of his tactics. And I think North have got the, the type of players who can take advantage of him. Um, that's a Victor Lind, mm-hmm. Christopher Nyman. They've got two or three pacey runners from midfield who can counter-attack them. Hammerby will be expected to win this match at home by their fans and they could be definitely picked up off on the counter-attack. Now, there's no way I would be touching Hammerby at minus 118 on the money line. No way. Um, They might win the game, but that's terrible value. Um, For those who want to be more conservative, you could look at Asian handicaps on North Shipping, plus a half or something. But I think the money line here, plus 300, this is my dog of the week, straight on the nose for a full unit. And I think there's tremendous value on on backing the away team in, in this game, because let's hope they get a really bad version of Hammerby.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, this is a this is an interesting one Steve. I like your take at the dog of the week, right? There always is that uh that high value dog play that comes through and um I know you know Sweden very well. So um I don't I won't add much to to what you said other than uh, I'll be rooting for uh the wayside here to uh to get it done at that nice price. Yeah, we need to find a
0: when you think of a spicier name for for Steve's dog of the week. I don't know. Um, I'll have to put it in the group chat or something and see if someone can someone can come up with something creative uh, and and see. But uh, yeah, that is the final show. Sorry, final show. Final pick of this show. Uh, I think uh, we will hopefully be back for one more world football show um, this uh, coming uh, summer. Yep. There's loads of the big leagues are returning soon, and uh, get ready for some bumper content here on the because we win youtube channel and also on all your favorite podcast platforms uh do check out the socials like i said before would really appreciate you liking and, and subscribing to the channel here on youtube um as it's a, a new channel and uh, we'd love to grow it as much as we can but as always it was a pleasure rj
1: always a pleasure steve great to be here with you and uh, appreciate all the viewers people who responded I've i've had a few dms recently from people just saying hey we really like the show that's you and Steve are on. Um, hope to keep it going. Uh, so I really appreciate getting those messages and, and any feedback or anything you guys would like to see. I'm sure, you you know, we'd be open to it. So send it our way. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to finishing up this summer with you and, and, and getting um, a taste of the big leagues. And, I mean, we won't get into it, but... Saudi Arabia that could be a whole nother topic for another day but a lot of transfers to uh to Saudi Arabia by the day it seems so I'm sure we can talk about that at some point
0: there is certainly a lot going on um and I also would echo your thoughts I, I do get some great messages each week plenty of interactions on Twitter as well we appreciate you guys listening all feedback is of course greatly appreciated and thanks very much for your time either watching or listening to the Betting Weekly Extra Time podcast brought to you in association with BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. So we'll see you next time, everyone. Take care, everyone. Take care, RJ. And goodbye. Thank you.